rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.06 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's a Monday morning. It's a nice, cool, sunny, crisp Monday morning. We got Tapa Chico in the house. We got got coffee, Mickey D's, Treadwell, everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're listening to the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and we're glad to see you. It's another cool week, great week, and we're here with Jen Ingram today on good the show. Morning, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the brush strokes. This is part two, y'all. Yay. Part two. All right. So um, we're going to get into a great interview with Jen. But before that, we're going to go around and see how everybody is uh, doing today. How was, uh, how was the weekend? Uh, I got my co-host, Christine. Good morning. House. Good morning to you. How was the weekend? It was a good weekend. I went to the farmer's market, um, went to the outlet mall. I was looking for Juan Dapper Brews. Right. Shout out to Dap. Chasing him around. I could see him on social media, and I'm like, Uh where are you now? (laughs) We were totally stalking him. And it was like we just kept missing each Mm -hmm. other. So now I have to go back. Yeah, Yeah. didn't didn't get my matcha. Get that Dap. (laughs) Hunter, how was your weekend, brother? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I uh, I slept in, so that was nice. Oh, okay. Hey, shout out to Fiance. It's early in the morning. See that? Smart man, smart man. <laughs> JV. What's going on, guys? I, uh, I slept in, and I almost slept in today. Uh, Damn. Luckily, my uh, alarm clock, you know, internal, you know, once you start waking up early enough, your body just has that internal. You just pop clock. open, yep. And that was today, so. Good, good. Good to see you, my brother. And how you doing this morning? How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was good. It was busy. <laughs> Very busy. So yeah, I was a little busy doing thing, doing the art camp thing, and right. But um, glad to be here. It's a nice Monday morning. Yeah, and we're gonna get day. into the art camp and okay. chop that up and learn uh, more about that. So we do have some updates for you guys. Now, one of them is on a rather somber note. Uh, Kane County and Will County have been added to uh, COVID nineteen watch lists. And this is very important. So two of Aurora's four counties are now on the state's COVID-19 watch list for increasing COVID-19 metrics. Both Kane and Will were added to, uh, to the list this weekend. What it means, the IDPH, Illinois Department of Public Health, the watch list created, occurs when two of eight metrics identified by the state reach the warning level for Kane County. The two measures that are above the set threshold include the new case rate and number of deaths. For Will County, the two measures are new case rate and emergency room visits. What can happen? If a county increases in the metric categories, the entire county could be returned to more restrictive rules as experienced before as part of the mitigation plan, and that includes reduction or suspension of indoor or in-person dining at bars and restaurants, strict limits to gathering, and a reduction or suspension of athletics, gyms, and other recreational activities. Uh, What can we do? We can all work together in the fight, excuse me, we can all work together to fight the resurgence of COVID-19 in our communities. Wear face masks in public. Wash your hands and use hand sanitizer. Stop attending and or hosting large gatherings. The Kane County Health Department will also be augmenting its ability to respond to resident concerns about businesses that may not be taking steps to protect customers and employees. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do when they come for you? Residents can report their concerns by calling 630-208-3801 or emailing covidconcerns at kane. Excuse me, at co.kane.il.us and that's from the Kane County Health Department, the Will County Health Department and the Illinois Department of Public Health. Uh, We are still in the pandemic folks, so please wash your hands. Uh, Please don't be those people out there on the lake with the boats and all that. Y'all having a good time when people are dying. Okay? That's not good. 
Uh, don't forget the Kane County Sheriff's Office has the Zoom meeting economic empowerment webinar Thursday the 20th from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, shout out to the Kane County Sheriff's <coughs> Office, the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center, and the Neighbor Project in conjunction with the city of Aurora to help people reduce debt, improve credit score, find safe and affordable banking, increase savings, rental and mortgage assistance, and free confidential individual virtual financial coaching. Register by noon on the 17th. Questions? Call 630-208-2009. That song just came to my head. Tommy Two-Tone. Jam. I was thinking five eight eight two three hundred. Empire. Empire. <laughs> See this old school. Yeah, uh -huh. a lot of people don't know that. That's the jingle. It's like one of the original jingles. Um, now, our friend Grant Millerin, he will be playing at the Corked Wine Bar in Long Grove, and that will be today. Uh, and the nineteenth, he's at the Foxtail, which is in Downers Grove. The twenty fifth, the Boathouse in Lake Geneva, Element at Viridian in Schaumburg on the twenty seventh, and Grand. Excuse me, Garage Band Brewing in Plainfield on the 29th. Shout out to our friend of the show, Grant Millerand. And last but not least, certainly not least, the Puerto Rican Fraternal Order Golfing for Students Scholarship Fundraiser. You know, good morning, Aurora. You know, we in that, you know, we sponsoring one of the holes and all that. So you can see us there fly. Well, I don't know if you can. Yeah, no, you got to be. Got to be with it. But we will be there, and we're glad to be a part of something that's positive, giving back to the community, and we want to say thank you to our friends at the Defense Training Institute and Keller Williams Realty, and shout-out to the United States Air Force, and shout-out to all members of color and uh, in the Fraternal Order of Police. And with that, yes. that's the news. All right. Now we're going to get to our interview with Jen. Jane, so good to see you this morning. You too. You know, glad you're back on the show. We had this is part two and a very good part two. Uh, you've been up to a lot of good stuff, a whole lot of good stuff. But uh, for the listeners who don't know you, uh, say who, uh, let us know who you are, where you're from. Uh, my name is Jen, Jen Ingram, and um, I've lived in Aurora for about 15, 16 years now. Okay. Originally from New York, but hey, NY. Now I live in now I live in Illinois. We're, we're in New York. Um, I grew up near Buffalo. Okay. Um, too small. It's a little town called Gasport. So Gasport, yeah, sounds like On the Erie Canal. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a small town. Yeah. It, 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 go to Gasport for your gas. It's, that, it's technically a hamlet. It's oh, that wow. small. Yeah. And it was named because they discovered gas in the canal as they dug the canal. The canal went from Albany to Buffalo. Interesting. So that was how they got freight. Back in the day, that pulled horses pulled barges along the canal. Right. Yeah. Damn, that's old school. That's really old. Yeah. <laughs> that's Back when horses pulled barges. <laughs> think about it. For those out there listening and envisioning that, the logistics behind that, the horse are on the land. Mm -hmm. They're tethered to the barge, and they're pulling it up or downstream. Right. You know? Right. Damn. And just like that, it's an engineering show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, now you're involved in the Aurora art community in many different ways. Now, one of the ways that people have or could have seen you and learned about you was you were responsible for the electrical boxes being painted, adding that amount of, you know, art to the city. Right. That mm -hmm. was um, an initiative two years ago. Okay. I think time flies, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got to do one of the electrical boxes, and that was that was really a great honor and they all look so great they i do. think it really mm -hmm. really spruces up our our town yeah back so. when i was uh, living you know right downtown i had one right across the street and i remember it before it was yeah but then you put some art on it it's like hey <laughs> like what's a little it's hip is it over the one with corner. the raspberries on it um i believe that's river street um no was that the one with the raspberries no, that's Galena on Okay. with the raspberries. Right. Which one did but, you do? Oh, well, the one I did is out by the post office across from the amphitheater. Oh, okay. That has, um, it's called Spectrum Circles, so okay. it's like oh. rainbow bubbles. Okay. So yeah. it's right outside <laughs> River Edge Park. Yeah, it's like across okay. the street from it. Okay. I know exactly So, it's yeah, it's like right at that intersection. Mm-hmm. So now I have to look for it when I drive. Now by. you'll see it. Now right, it's hey. yeah, it's meant to be like a bright kind of you know, 
bubbly, (laughs) 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 which kind of does, you know, when it's dreary in the winter and there's like dirty snow and, you know, it's like a little bit of some bright color. That's good. You know. So tell us about the piece of art camp. Okay, so um, the piece of art camp, um, that was our um, our pilot. So um, uh, myself and um, Cindy Gavin at the Peace House, she, uh, Reverend Gavin, she um, suggested, you know, trying to get a camp together. And um, I was already kind of thinking of it. And so pushed and started a fundraiser uh, GoFundMe and then Viso Arts they came in and um, aside from other personal um, sponsors Viso Arts came in and you know helped with another like half of that and the other half of our fundraiser um, the goal was to reach like 60 children mm-hmm. um, and so um, once the money the fundraiser took off and I met the goal then I started um, inviting people to camps and I set it up for three different three different days two in person and then one online um, so people could still social distance and then the two in person were also you know limited space and trying to get people to enroll so that we could um, you know be just socially distant um, you know wear masks and we did took temperatures and everything at the door so that we could protect ourselves and others. So good. Yeah. Responsible so. art. Yeah, responsible <laughs> art. Like you said. Well, you just That's said done making the announcement. They're like, no more large gatherings, and I'm like, I swear we were safe. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we yep. were though. We, it was a small gathering, so, and we had and we we kept it controlled that way. So, what were the ages of the kids? Um, you know, what's funny is I tried to set it from, um, like eight years to like 15 years, like mm-hmm. third grade through 10th grade. I really wanted to reach, um, teens and, um, you know, preteens and teens. So I tried to keep it, um, you know, older, um, but then people actually showed up yesterday and they had enrolled and did, I guess, didn't see that that it was for older and so she had you know a really nice mom and to these really two cute little girls and I was like well you're here now just stay (laughs) stay. (laughs) and you know and that was the thing like you know the younger children don't have as long as attention span and um you know the goals and things but they still had a good time and they they got to take stuff home and um but the teenagers and the preteens that were there they they stayed and they did the whole, you know, they seemed to enjoy it. And that was the focus is like, give them a slot of time to, um, to work on art, you know, with your parents, not around kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And, or just, you know, somebody paying attention to you, somebody trying to ask about how you're, how you're feeling or can your feelings be interpreted into the art that you, you're, you're creating. So, It's a challenging time for kids and, and parents with everything going on and school, you know, some's virtual, some are not. And just kind of having that creative outlet is a great thing. Exactly. And the ones that were there, they all said like they wanted something um, more, um, you know, continuing like mm-hmm. a, a on a regular basis type of thing because they, you know, and they're identifying themselves that, yes, I need this and I would love to come back and do more, you know, so that quite a few people, you know, asked, are you going to keep doing this? Are You know, so while I didn't reach a huge crowd of, you know, 20 or 60 at once, I reached six or eight at once. And those people were, you know, dedicated like they they really like it. So and I think they enjoyed their time. And that was the whole thing, was trying to get them um, a safe place to talk about these confusing times. Mm-hmm. It's confusing for adults. Right. And, I, and, you know, kids, they always just have to go along with the ride. They don't really, they don't get to make the decisions. They're just here and they have to do, you know, you, you know they have to do what we tell them to do, yeah. basically, yeah. where they don't get a choice, really. So, and it's probably really weird for a lot of them, you know, wearing masks and... 
now not going to school. That's that's so much has been taken away from them. So it's nice to see, you know, people giving back. Yeah. Thank you. That I, I think so. And I think they, um, I think we can reach even more. I think that, you know, I think art is just a great outlet. We, um, in addition to some art principles, um, I talked about feeling words and try to just, um, I gave them literally a list of words, um, and a composition notebook to start art journaling or just, you know, I being, I being able to identify what you're feeling. Sometimes that just kind of helps, you know, like I'm disappointed. Like I'm not mad, I'm, but I'm disappointed, you know, or some, you know, d- having mm-hmm. a stronger vocabulary will maybe help them, maybe help their art. So that's my idea. I put, you know, that yeah. the two kind of go t- hand in hand because words are artistic as well. So, and help them. Yeah. I mean, it's a difference between a word like mad and frustrated. You know, right. like I'm not mad, I'm just frustrated. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And mad, yeah. And it's almost a little too, you're shortchanging them if they, if you only, oh, are you happy today? Are you sad today? Like, okay, that's good that they can identify what the difference in those two are. But like you said, there's so many more words that they could use and just that helps them too. like you know I think expression is important so that was I guess that was the outcome of the that I was looking for with the campus let them express themselves somehow (laughs) some way so art or words or what do you think is the best what's the what's the strongest value that art can give in the time of COVID with you know with with everything going on we talked about the uncertainty that parents and you know, kids feel, what's the best value to be gained from art right now? Um, probably, like, release. Um, it's, you know, it's something you can do um, by yourself. And it's, um, it's a way for you to release all that negative energy that might be getting cooped up or um, also your expectations are different with art you can have your own personal goals or so many different ways to express that so yeah i think that that release is really good for people and you don't have to have a whole lot to do it there's so many different mediums and ways to get it out like writing or sketching or painting or coloring or whatever there's just a lot and it's fairly useful that way What's Aurora got going on at the moment that you really like? What's the, you know, what do you like about Aurora at the moment? What's, what's, what's an outsider need to check out about our city? Mm, I do really like our growing art. I like a lot more color mm-hmm. um, and thing like the utility boxes yeah. or murals and um, yes. So I definitely would like to see more. Even more. More art. <laughs> yeah, even more murals. Um, and also a lot of giving back. Like there's been the school, pa- you know, the backpack giveaways. I saw that that was like really successful. Mm-hmm. And then the groceries, um, you know, there's a really high need. And so I love that at least it's happening because it's happening. Thank goodness it's happening because look how many people are going to. The lines. The lines are so long for the grocery giveaway. Yeah. So thank goodness for that, too. The giving back. Um, The time is now 824 a.m. And you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we're here with a friend of the show, Jen Ingram, talking about art and everything in between. Um, So let's go to your let's go. I want to talk about creativity first thing you ever painted first thing I ever painted <laughs> oh my god I don't know <laughs> um probably rainbows if, if anybody knows thing. me they know I <laughs> am always sneaking in rainbows yeah yep. so yeah in fact I have a, a cousin and she's quite a few years younger than me but I, I used to babysit her in fact mm. and um 
but her mom framed like a watercolor I did and you know it's a Tiffany's room and you know it like hung in her room for like two decades. It's so. <laughs> a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, so. so that was my first, you know, <laughs> My first artwork that was uh, framed, probably. <laughs> nice. Uh, now, you were at the Beyond the Walls that recently yes. happened. Tell us about that. Oh, man. Uh, Viso Arts, again, they hosted. Shout uh, out to Viso Arts. Yes. Yeah. They they rock for our city. They take mm -hmm. care of um, so much and, and expose a lot of us. You know, I'm grateful for that because... That was that's such a cool show, and it was the first time that I had been down in the gallery of the... Um, One is bitten. I always the call service. it the old library building. It is. Yeah, it, uh, it <laughs> Everybody is. does. It is yeah, what it is, but yeah. that's, you One know... One East Benson. Yep. They probably like, look, we it's our building now. Right. Um, but yeah, so what is the gallery called again? 1904? Yeah, or, 1904. Yeah. yeah, so that was... That's neat. That's really cool because that was used to be the old children's department mm -hmm. down there, and that looked really cool. And then um, you know Devin Arts down there and Gary Bannock's photography is long and um, oh yeah GW yes yeah. and um, there are so many good artists. Sam Cervantes was mm -hmm. there. Shout I mean out. you know Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> you know we was this. in the house. <laughs> we were there I'm on just the scene. like so honored to even. Be Fist, there. Fundamental, Raul, what yes, up? How y'all doing? All y'all. Yeah, we were out there seeing y'all. Yep, um, uh, Jose Art. Jose Art was there. Yeah, Pierre Lucero Rogue and all one. that. Purple uh, purple skulls. Shout out. Them bad apples. Them bad apples. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool night because then there was the after party yes, at McCarty that Mills. Was, that was fun. That, that was, was fun. fun as hell. <laughs> Describe your style or like what medium do you use in your art? Um, I'm probably more like, I don't even want to say really whimsical, definitely colorful. I like a lot of color in my art. Um, I'm still trying to find my style, though, Christine. I don't know <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's always evolving. I think, I think we're yeah, all trying to find it's a little evolving. bit. It's yeah. evolving. It's mm -hmm. evolving because I used to like to do calligraphy, and um, so I do like letter. I like I do like lettering, but mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know. I'm still trying to find out what my really my passion is. I guess. So. Now um, you painted that for us. Oh yeah. Right there. It's on the. Can it's in the shot. Y'all can see that. <laughs> nice that looks very good thank you very much for you're that. welcome it's supposed to represent the many um personalities and mornings that you come and do this thank and you. your your oh. um your repetitive introduction good morning Aurora. good morning, Aurora. Good morning. <laughs> you know i've told you that i love it's it great. so it is yeah, it's supposed yep. to represent and thank then, you very much you're welcome it's much appreciated um so now, your style, or as Christina talked about with the styles and everything, sometimes style, styles are hard to define. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I myself uh, am an artist. I've tried to put myself in a niche and tried to brand myself as a blank kind of artist looking to develop a style, but that never really happened. Do you have a favorite or preferred medium? Hmm. Um... I do like mosaics. I would like to probably go back to do another mosaic um, because little pieces into one big picture, that's pretty cool. But I haven't really done one in a while, but um, I do like that. And I like to upcycle. <laughs> so, um, like, upcycle? You, you know, like use something that would probably be for garbage. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then yep. you like find beauty in it or reuse it somehow like is that the bike i threw out last week <laughs> you know Don't, you know what it's not a bike it's a rotating earth dispenser like, oh, exactly <laughs> exactly when you see those sculptures and they're like made from old junk and stuff like yeah. i love that um i don't know if you've seen like there's this guy his name's joe gagnapin i think mm -hmm. and um he's had some art around here but he's pretty famous in the fox valley and he that's what he does he makes like sculptures and stuff out of like yeah. refuse so it's like welding i'm like 
I'm not ready to weld and right. things like that. But Jen Ingram's sparks flying. Yeah, uh, that's probably okay, so, not a good idea. Um, <laughs> when I'm thinking when Culture Stock was at Mora, what, where Mora is now, inside of there, there was a uh, pterodactyl that was right. welded from. If you remember, it was that a, might be his. It was huge. It was a that huge might be his. And there used yeah, to it was be... from like a radiator. Alternator parts, nuts and bolts, and somebody I remember asked about it, like where'd this come from? People, some like oh, some guy, some local guy made it. Yeah, Who knew? it Who could be it him. Hell? It's because he has like right now he has like a a two story giraffe, and it's going into some park, like I think in DuPage somewhere. Oh, wow. um, and also, you know, right across from um, where Charlie's, the ice cream places, mm-hmm. and then right across from Lakes subway there's like a small little yes okay there used to be a um it was called trixie and it was like a rhinoceros or something i remember that it was huge and it was really funny because um nadia you know nadia my our daughter yes, she's yeah. so her and i we used to geocache mm-hmm. you oh know what that really is. yeah i know what that is so I know what that is. somebody made a geocache there not us we were seeking the, the geocache, geocache yeah. but it was supposed to be near trixie the mm-hmm. thing and so we had went there once and we didn't find it so we had went there again because sometimes that's what you do when you geocache you keep looking for you know geocache i do yeah. I, it's <laughs> so we're looking for this it, clue but, yeah. but when we had got there trixie had fallen over but we so we're like, oh wow, Trixie fell over, you know. But we were still looking for the geocache. Right. So, yeah. but then the city people showed up, like Clayton Muhammad and everybody, mm-hmm. and and they were like looking at like, oh, Trixie's got to go. She's laying on the ground, you know. And I, I just, could just like, see him be like, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, I was like, I didn't knock her over. Mm-hmm. I was worried. I was worried that they would think like we knocked her over right. or something. But yeah, I so want to see a picture of Trixie now. Now Trixie, somebody like you need post to see a picture Trixie, in the yeah. comments. It was like. Yeah, Gosh, let's like uh, three years ago. If any to our listeners, anybody got pictures of and Trixie? Joe said I asked Joe. I finally uh-huh. worked with Joe, which was funny because yeah. you got any pictures of I Trixie out work. there? Upload a picture of uh, upload a picture of Tri- uh, like, Trixie. Trixie, and we'll see what we can uh, do. Maybe we'll give a little shout out or something special to somebody. The first person to upload a picture yeah. of Trixie, which was a rhinoceros that existed <laughs> in between the space of what's now Charlie's Creamery and the David L. Pierce That's building. Right. That's that's, right. the, that's the building actually. Yeah, that's preferably right. standing up. I don't want to. Yeah, preferably like, tri- sta- yeah, Trixie yeah. laying down. Right, and if you're the person that knocked over Trixie, and it's a selfie of you doing it. We reporting you. So, <laughs> you're going was, down. That was, yeah, that was a staple. <laughs> um, oh my so, goodness. So so yeah, that's a uh, that is a cool style when people do that. Well, the uh, things like that, right. I do like that. Make all kinds of cool dinosaurs and animals and stuff like that right that's what that's what it was too exactly it was made out of so many cool parts so gary brown does that a lot in his art he'll take like different pieces right. or just really unique things that you wouldn't you think would be art and yes. he just turns it into something and there's some things at treadwell actually right now too or i'm not sure if they're still there but it was like a table made out of like other tables yeah kind it's of thing. There. yeah it's there yeah so. I remember I came in there and I saw it one morning. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, it was like in the corner, off like to the side. But yeah, it's still, it's still yeah, there. There's a, I like that. Things, vintage is the thing. Things made out of other things. Oh. Right, vintage <laughs> is the thing. I mean, yeah. that's the thing about I love it. Vintage. Right, I like vintage yeah. too. And I like steampunk too. Like some people really make steampunk stuff look so. What's steampunk? Cool. It's like um, trying to make something modern look old like you would make your computer look like an old typewriter but it really am i describing it right like yeah it's like like renaissance meets technology oh okay. so it's got all that like kind of wild wild west like god kind of stuff like you know the old telephone that had like the two parts oh i remember yeah (laughs) Yeah, so you would make your modern telephone look like like that that. yeah. yeah you know what's funny is that um wow I'm old enough to have grown up in a house where one of those was on the wall and still working. And my dad, it was in his den. And my dad used to say, we got a, we got a new phone. 
And this is back when, like, the phone had the cord and it was long and you could take it, like, oh. around the corner. He was like, we got a new phone. Use that phone. Because he knew that that phone was going to be, like, worth something someday. Like, he knew that that was disappearing technology. It's interesting mm-hmm. now to look back on that. He knew that was disappearing technology. And at my grandmother's house, she had the phone with the... Rotary the dial. dial. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It used to take forever to call somebody. <laughs> And you'd mess up. You'd be like, oh, yeah, shoot, shit. I start you all had over. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we took Nadia to the fire museum here uh-huh. in Aurora. Uh, her Broadway and, her... and New York Street. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to the fire museum. Shout out to the fire museum. Yeah. Yep. It's, really, it's really cool in there, actually, though. Mm-hmm. But they had a phone like in there. And um, her and another little boy, a little bit younger than her, they did not know how that phone worked. They did not know how to <laughs> dial a number or anything. It was like, how do you do it? There's a it YouTube really video about it was showing kids doing know. that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cute, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a shame. Like, <laughs> yep, technology, technology. I know. So, um, We've seen it change so crazily since we were young, yeah. right? Remember the cell I phone? Mean, it was yeah. big. It was like the size of this coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's funny to watch old movies and then you notice the technology, the big computer or the big, you know, brick phone that they're carrying, you know, instead of like the, yes, the wireless. The pack yeah. the <laughs> I had a bag phone. phone. I think that was my first cell phone. Oh, so wow. I do have an update to give on the air. Oh, I, wow. We do have pictures of Trixie. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. Thank so you. So we'd like to say thank you to a friend of the show and, and dedicated listener tracy duran of course i knew she would come through i knew she would too <laughs> i knew she would <laughs> she always uh, so here here's trixie now pa- we pass that around so everybody can see that uh so that's oh. what trixie was and that's the space that is uh again it's that little bit of a park people walk their dog there dog cleanup is right there there's also a engraved rock bench that's, that's right. there too mm-hmm. yeah so it's a really cool place yeah show it on the camera yep can you do this okay this is, this is technology here <laughs> Focus for the for the viewers at home. You can check that out and see. It feels good to say we got viewers at home though too. <laughs> we <still> upgrade. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what Trixie was, and again, that space is pretty cool. Now I haven't sat on the patio yet over at there Charlie's? at Charlie's. Has anybody sat on that yet? No, mm. I haven't either. Is it is it for Charlie's? Because I thought that was like for the new winery or something that's happening. Um, let let Jen see it. I think it's gonna be a little bit of both. Okay. I mean, I think Charlie's is using oh, wine and ice now. cream. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, does that go together? I don't know. Right. <laughs> All right, guys, we got Merlot and we got <laughs> peanut butter ice cream. Like, oh. Oh. Yeah, that's Sounds like not go together. Ache. Yep. <laughs> then there's a giraffe here too. I was in the same place. Very cool. Thank you very much, Tracy Duran, for coming through for us on the show. All right. And the time is now 8.38 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we're sitting down with Jen Ingram. So um, let's talk about the bash. The bash? Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, the... The upcoming bash. The book thing? The Yeah, the Back to School Usborne bash. Oh, okay. Um, well, that is... She was like, the bash. The bash. <laughs> like, there's a bash coming up? Like, that. Like, really? Dale's kind of early, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, um, that is Callie. She is um, a teacher, I believe, at Waldo. And okay. she is also an Usborne book representative. And so I felt like she's a great, um, she bought some art kits from Jenny Ingramar. Cool. Hey. And that's how we became friends on Facebook. And um, I, we also, you know, have the daycare and homeschool our daughter. So um, she reached out to me and was like, do you want to have, you, you seem like a perfect person to have um, this type of, you know, online book party. Right. And, and Osborne, the Osborne books are awesome. If you, ha- if you don't have any, or um, I would really suggest going <laughs> to <What> my bash. <laughs> Usborne, is that what okay. it is? U-S-B-O. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I'm saying it. Usborne is, um, but everybody who has these, they love them. And they have them, for, um, you know, a myriad of topics and age groups. And then many of them can be really useful um, to supplement how we have to homeschool now you know i mean we homeschooled before but now everybody has to homeschool so it's really nice to have use 
colorful, rich, wonderful books. Like, um, you know, I do the little free libraries too. So I actually have um, tons of books. I don't need any, <laughs> any more books, but these books are so fabulous. And they have some that are like, you know, how kids, they flip up mm -hmm. for more information and um, they make them like real interactive. There's some that you can use like a flashlight and it makes the page reflect so or the flashlight shows information that they couldn't see normally yeah kind of thing and you know all that stuff is just i mean it gets kids excited about reading and that's that's what you want you yes. know and and to be well read many books the idea is not just to read one book but many many books and so the better the books, the more hopefully they'll be engaged. So, yeah, if you check out that bash, because All right. <laughs> I'm hoping to get some new books, too. I have to actually I have to go in and make my wish list, she told me. so For books? Yeah, and they make great gifts, too. Like, I was trying to think people are getting books for gifts this year because... Yeah, I, I like, know. I've always liked getting books yeah. um, as gifts. I was yes. a comic book guy, but I always read, like, novels and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, I love books. Books, books, books. What was your favorite book as a, a child? Stole my question. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> Good one, though. Um, the Little Red Hen. The Little Red the Hen. Hen. The Little Red Hen is, well, that's like the first book I read mm -hmm. that I remember reading. And it's, it still goes today because it, many people will help you eat the bread, but not many people want to help you bake the bread. Remember, it was she wanted people to help her get the wheat. I don't think I ever read that book. What? Yeah. It's like a, you know, like a tale because mm -hmm. she, it, it would be like she asked, so she asked the cat and so like, who will help me get the wheat? And then, and then, so the dog would say, not I said the dog, not I said the cat, not I said the pig. And then they kept going yeah. and then they that's where that's gr from. Right. grind up the wheat, grind up to make flour then to make the be the bread bake the bread and when the bread was made who helped me eat it and they were like oh, i'll have some yeah. and she was like no you won't <laughs> so. the little red hen um so the bash is at is tomorrow at eight o'clock p.m for yeah. our for our listeners and it's a online event um for laughter, friends and fun and of course incredible books for any age very cool and where can they go online for that I think you can just go on my personal page okay. on Jen Ingram. Yeah. Jen Ingram. That, yeah, that's just regular my regular page, Jen Ingram. On Facebook? Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. And you can invite other people too. The you can order and then like the online part is like a little interactive thing. You can comment and things like that, but it's not like you're not obligated to, but you should check out the book. Leave a little yeah, comment on nice. it, right? You know, oh, that way a little, little something something about that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jen Ingram Art. The time is now 8.43, and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. All right, so what's uh, what's next? Oh, man, so Jen Ingram Art, I'm just trying to, like, push it out there. I started making um, porch leans, porch I signs. I saw. So I can take special really good. orders. Thank you. I was hoping to, you know, get tons of orders and... <laughs> You will. Uh, yeah, and um, saturate the market out here in Aurora. Everyone to have a porch sign that says whatever they want. Welcome, yeah. home sweet home, mm -hmm. or bienvenidos, kind of thing. And um, selling art kits, doing some painting parties. I'm hoping I have to go home. When I get back today, I need to do a quote for for Wombonzi College. So. All right. All uh, right. So, yeah, yeah, student activity. So I'm hoping that goes through. Um, that yeah. would be great to be involved there. That That's, would be. You know? I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. So, um, yes, yeah, so I'm hoping that goes through and then um, just keep doing more and maybe further the, you know, the art camp, too. Right. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see what that can look like for the future. So. Good. Now, one of the things work. that I've always admired about you is that you're also a strong business person. Grandma Bears um, is something that I think is very cool 
Can we talk a little bit about Grandma Bears? Sure. Yeah, let's let's let other people know what that is. Sure. That's I got the uh, I got the ink pen right here. Oh, thank you. Y'all yeah. can't see it, but <laughs> we stay writing with Grandma Bears. That um, that is our in-home family child care. Okay. Um, we've ran it for over ten years, about twelve years now. We've had our uh, daycare inside our home, and. Um, so we were closed down for a little bit for COVID, but we reopened in July. And, uh, yeah, so now we've got our, um, many of our families back. We can't open to full capacity. Right. Um, so most um, we, can't, we couldn't take everybody back. But now, and now it's really different now because the kids that usually go to school mm-hmm. are going to be staying with us all day. And are going to be needing like help with their e-learning, so that's you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pivot. Us born at every house every day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's a bash I, every morning. Oh, I told you I couldn't sleep. I was literally laying in bed thinking, now how will this work? We really need to change the Wi-Fi password because it's just way too long, and I'm not going to be trying to. T- so I'm like I'm hoping like our Wi-Fi can handle because they all should be e-learning from what I understand are they coming with devices that their school gave them I mean I don't I don't have devices for them so I'm imagining that they will have devices afforded to them from the schools yeah and that's another thing we live you know Aurora's like split right down the middle with um school districts Mm mm-hmm and you're, on so the, you're in the you're in District 131. We are, but so I, I think that they gave out some. Yeah, I think tech. I would think so. Yeah, but we had, and then we have different age groups, so I've, you know nobody's in the same right. grade right now. And then we have, we actually deal with several different um, districts because not everybody is in 131 that's in our daycare. Right. So. You know, there's a lot of days off to know or schedules. And, yeah, Very so it's going to look different this year. We're going to have to, and masks on, right. you know, um, kids with masks. That's a real <laughs> challenge. <coughs> That's a real challenge. So God bless these teachers. God yeah, for real. Them. It's, I mean, think about it, right? I kids saw that ma- yeah, this ahead. weekend at the outlet mall, and we were in Old Navy, and there was this little girl, and she had her mask on, but it was, like, at her chin, mm-hmm. and she's touching things, mm-hmm. and you just see. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, but it's just, you know, kids. They don't want that on there, and you have to be, you know, assertive no. with them and get to make sure that they're doing the right things. And they have to be specially made for uh-huh. children because, like you said, they're just going to slide right down. So I've been tying them in the back to help stay up because even some of them that are made for kids or you know they're too big and they're sliding down so then their nose and literally you know like you can hear a muffled to a non-muffled sneeze (laughs) from the other room so if you hear a sneeze and it's not covered up it's like yes (laughs) (laughs) it's like uh, it's a different time now it's like yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. please put your mask up. And they have to they have to eat and drink. We all have right. to eat and drink, so you can't do that with a mask on. So now we all have to be spread out when we are dining or, you know, eating, having snacks, things like that. And yeah, so it's a real yeah. challenge to accommodate all of these changes. But and but they also are um, the children are catching their cues from us. Mm-hmm. So you you know just try to stay positive, have a good attitude, and um, wear your mask as well right. Right. all day long because it stinks to wear a mask all day long yeah. in your house. Adults don't like. Oh yeah, you're in your house with that. And in my house, and so and I'm overheating a lot. <laughs> so. You know, I'll, I'll I will literally remove myself to go to another room so I can have a mask break. And I mean, that's what kids are going to need too. They're going to need break time and time where they're not expected to right. have that on all day. It's, but you know, it's yeah. a new norm. So yeah. I've seen some of the uh, projections for classrooms coming back to what people want to be a full learning experience again, and it's not pretty. I mean, you got these desks that have like little cubicles, uh, 
you know, plexiglass cubicles around them, uh, spaced apart in the classroom. I mean, look, it looks like the youth home or some shit. It is the most, I mean, I, as a parent, I don't want to, it's better to have kids at home than in something like that. That is a, you know, people have talked long and hard about indoctrination in schools. I don't believe that is taking place in schools, but to, at now what they're trying to project and propose for the kids of mass behind plexiglass in short rows and distance from each other, I think that that is going down if there is a way towards indoctrination. I think that is definitely it because it's 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 sucking the human experience out of a middle school mm-hmm. when, for heaven's sakes, children at middle school age need human experience more than i mean you're trying to develop yourself we've all been to middle school going from seventh to eighth grade then the oh shit of eighth grade to freshman year like (laughs) now they're behind plexiglass bulletproof desks with masks on two people are eating lunch six feet apart another two six feet apart another two six feet apart Mm. Gone are the days of the lunchroom where everybody's hanging out. Oh, yeah, what time, man? And all that shit. Right, sharing. <laughs> There's right. No, no sharing. Everybody There's no pouring their chips and all the snacks yeah. out on the table, the chip in. Um, that's just in my school, mm-hmm. you know, the chip in, everybody eating it with the... over. It's, yeah. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. Like, you know, so I do feel for you. You brought up teachers, you know. I do feel for, like, yo, teachers and educators, man. Like, it is... Man, that's crazy. That's that's just unfortunate. You know, it really is. I but I don't want to go back to the I don't want to go back to the way things were. We can make something better, I feel, in life collectively. You know what I'm saying? Taking this pandemic serious, doing our very best as individuals, sure. But I think that we can create like a better better society. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it definitely feels like a shift is happening. It does. Mm-hmm. But what that shift is, exactly. nobody knows. Right. But right, it's right. like yeah, I it's kind of like you know, in your house or something like that, like mm-hmm. the laundry looks like a monster. It's like I know it's not, but it feels like it is. <laughs> but yeah, I can feel the shift coming. Mm-hmm. Can't identify it, but it feels like whatever when the page does finally turn, right? What will it be? What will it be? It's right. a philosophical and conversation right now. And will we be right here now. to see it <laughs> for the morning? Deep as hell in it's the morning. <laughs> That's what makes this show cool. Uh, the time is now 8.53 a.m. And you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Um, so we talked about the new normal. We talked about what you have coming um, down the road in regards to art. We talked about the bash. And that's tomorrow at 8 p.m. It'll be online on Facebook. Uh, you mentioned that you're getting the YouTube channel up and going or, you know, trying to get that going on as well. And we've got the uh, part two of the art campus today. No, part two was yesterday. Yesterday. OK. Yes. The Zoom part three is. Friday. Friday. OK. Yes. This Friday on Zoom. This Friday on Zoom. And what time? At 6 p.m. 6 and I think there's a few slots available still. So if you go to the business page Jen Ingram Art um, there's tickets available through Eventbrite so okay. you could register your your child or your teenager okay to do the zoom one very cool get the register on y'all get that register hit right. that button Boop. <laughs> okay so we like to end the show on a positive note um, as you know because you've been on the show before you're a friend of the show That's right. um, <laughs> <laughs> what do the people of Aurora need to uh, be taken with them today? It's Monday. How are we starting our week off? Oh, let's get organized. It's a good week to get organized before you got to go back to, you know, start this e-learning. And so, yeah, so hopefully find some time to just organize your area so you can work better maybe. You know, I know mm. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all do. <laughs> I am speaking of myself because, yeah, I need to organize my desk, just to, you know, help myself be right. ready for more, I guess. Right. So get organized. Get organized. What do they need? 
Um, I said be grateful. You mentioned journals earlier, and I have like yeah. journals upon journals. But one of the things I do have is a gratitude journal. So like kind of writing five things that you're grateful for. And it's nice because I started it, gosh, in like 1996. Wow. And you can see, you know, as things progress, just little things that you're grateful for grateful for for the coffee for you know waking up for you know a car and it's just uh, a nice you know nice outlook yeah absolutely I bet you love looking back in that so see what you're thinking about once upon a time and then what you're thinking about now kind of shows that's good hunter what do people need to take with them oh, man. what they need to be doing dog take with you some love just show some love to your neighbor man you can disagree with somebody without hating them you know, I think everybody needs to bring a little bit more love into their life. It must have been love, but it's over now. It's the jam. I was bumping that last <laughs> night, so it's just on my mind. JV, what people need to? What do the people need to take with them? What do they need to be thinking about going into the week? I think with what Hunter said, check in with the, your neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know what's going on. Especially with this whole quarantine thing, it's not helping out a lot of people. So just check in with your neighbors, make sure they're doing all right. Okay. But it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Well, I think that you should do everything that everybody in the room said. Um, take advice from Jim, take it from Hunter, take it from Christine, take it from JV, and just be positive. That's what I would say for people. Um, it's a brand new week. I was reminded of something this morning. A friend of mine is a conductor on the Metro. And back when I was taking the train every single day, working downtown, there's people who got on the train every day. I saw a couple of them this morning. People got on the train, and it's 8 in the, it's, well, 7 something in the morning. And people are, like, walking up to the train. They're mad and shit. They look all unhappy, right? (laughs) And I remember thinking, like, me and my friends, we were chopping it up in the morning. We got coffee. We're chilling. I remember thinking, like, who's waking up that mad, right? The I, the grind of everyday life, though, drains people and, and um, it, it breaks them down. I don't listen to an alarm clock to wake up anymore. I'm thankful for that. I think people need to find happiness or make their own happiness. Whatever they do, they need to be positive in doing it. Uh, emotional health and the way that you feel is very important and it you know it's positivity is a force multiplier that's what colin powell said you get things done by thinking that you can get things done acting like you can get things done and even if you can't get it done keep trying to get it done and you will get it done um so people should be positive they should be motivated and they should be dedicated and do your very best to help others make sure that you vote and if you know anybody out there who can benefit from the free meals from the kane county Senior Council, the Kane County Sheriff's Office, or could benefit from the Economic Empowerment Webinar the Kane County Sheriff's Office is doing, or our friends at the Illinois House District 83 and 84, respectively, and their uh, initiatives, reach out to them and get it done. Uh, yeah, and be nice to people. That's it. Just be nice. Just be nice, <laughs> Just right. Be Just nice. be cool, right, exactly. Be a decent human. Yeah, yeah be a, yeah. <laughs> you know, did you see the... Did you see the latest mask thing? No. You didn't see um, uh, a girl at, uh, at Applebee's in like the South, where there's still Applebee's, was telling people to wear the mask. She was like 17 years old. Chili's. Chili's that's what it was. Excuse me. Ch- uh, Applebee's owns Chili's, though, I think. Darden restaurants. Anyway, they beat her up. They wow. beat her up. Wow. They assaulted this girl, this 17 year old girl. Who told them to put masks on? I mean, we are. We talked about the shift coming, what that will be. I think definitely this period that we're in with this pandemic has exposed some of the ugliest, mm-hmm. most, the worst things of humans. But I think that we can change that. And the way that we do it is by being nice, positive, and cool and being decent. Um, so take part in the bash, <laughs> the 18th, 8 p.m. Um, get online, do that. Books, 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 and more books. This is uh, Return of the Brush Strokes. That's what this episode is called, Women in Business Part 10. Um, thank you for listening to Good Morning Aurora. Shout out to all of our listeners and our fans. Um, 
and our friends out there in listener world. Thank you, Tracy Duran, for coming through with that photo of Trixie. And we will see you guys here tomorrow morning on the Second Largest City's First Daily News podcast. And with that, we out.